Hey, Jim here. Welcome back to another episode of Silent Sales Machine Radio. And one of the things I want to talk about today is the number of opportunities, the sheer number of opportunities that are out there in front of us. As especially internet-based entrepreneurs, it seems like new business ideas are hitting us in the face multiple times daily in some cases. So after you've thought through these ideas and prayerfully considered them maybe and mulled over the facts a little bit, well, how do you decide which ones you should pursue and which ones you should abandon? I want to spend a little bit of time today going through a great list of questions that I think you'll find pretty helpful. So stick with me on this episode. It's not a long one. I think you're really going to like it. Let's jump right into today's content. Let me know what you think. I've got a list of questions that I'm going to go through with you. And these are questions that you should ask yourself before you get into a new business venture. Now, there's not necessarily a right or wrong answer to these questions, but they will help you to be in the proper state of mind to make a really good decision. One of the great things about the day and age we live in is also one of the negatives, and that is we are bombarded with what seems like good ideas and opportunities, especially those of us who are online entrepreneurs. I don't know if you're like me, but I find myself oftentimes either having trouble going to sleep or waking up in the middle of the night or even waking up in the morning with more ideas than I can ever possibly implement. And then I spend my day pushing back those distractions of good ideas that keep me from doing the work that I know I need to do, being focused on what I know needs to happen. Does that sound familiar? If that sounds familiar at all, I think you're going to really like today's brief show. Now, I won't spend a whole lot of time on this topic, but we need to know the difference between good ideas and right ideas. Those of us who are successful online entrepreneurs, even at any level at all, we've had some success distinguishing the difference between good ideas, which can be poisonous and detrimental, and right ideas, which represent huge opportunities to move your life and your business forward. We've talked about this concept on previous episodes, and I actually write a good section of the Silent Sales Machine book, a few pages, goes deep onto this topic of good ideas versus right ideas. So if you want to study that, the Silent Sales Machine book, the book that launched this podcast is only $5 on Amazon. Jump over there, see the hundreds of five-star reviews, grab a copy of it for yourself. But let's get back to our questions. So I've got a handful of questions today. These are questions you can ask yourself. It involves doing a little bit of homework. But before you jump into any new income stream or business opportunity or buy a course or entertain someone who invites you to say, hey, let's go to lunch. I want to run some ideas past you. Before you spend too much time going deep in any new direction, here are the questions you can and should ask yourself, in my opinion, to avoid wasting time and going down a road that you just have to turn around and come all the way back from. So let's go through the list. Question number one, is this a good fit for your current budget, your current schedule, your current talents, your experiences, and your connections? What I mean by this question is, are you positioned well financially? Do you have the time? Can you carve out the time? What's the opportunity cost here? What are you giving up in order to pursue this new idea? And if that list of costs is too big, don't do it. It's not the right time. Maybe later will be a better time. Do you have the talents and the experience and the connections? See, far too often I see people jump from an area where they're competent and they're having some success 
into an area where they are completely incompetent, but they're excited because they saw some exciting success stories. So they completely abandon what they know and what they've built and their connections and the relationships that they have established. And they jump in this completely new arena where they basically become the next sucker for the hot opportunity. In chapter five of the Silent Sales Machine book, we go into, this is uh, version nine. Now in version later versions after version nine, we may move our sucker list to a different chapter. But right now it's in chapter five, which by the way is one of the free chapters that you can grab at silentsalesmachine.com. But that suckers list goes into a lot of the areas where we see people jump from an area of familiarity Maybe they've got a career or they're having a little bit of success doing some interesting things online, or maybe they just decide one day, I want to make some money online. Odds are, if you just jump blind into one of these business-making opportunities, you're going to end up somewhere on that sucker list. And I'm not going to go through the sucker list right now, but you'd be very wise to make sure as you're going through this list of questions that the business opportunity you're not jumping into appears right there in that sucker list. And there's some things that would surprise you on that sucker list. But the reason I put together that list was because after helping thousands of people launch businesses online, we started noticing a pattern. They came to us oftentimes, almost always with stories, very sad stories where they had failed miserably. They'd listened to some really bad advice and it kept falling into the same few categories of business opportunities that they had attempted. So grab those two free chapters of The Silent Sales Machine. Chapter 5 goes through the sucker list. I think you'll really enjoy that, and it will save you a lot of heartache. So our first question, is it a good fit? Are you positioned well? Next, number two, we've hit on this one a little bit in the past as well, but this should be on your list of questions. Will you be creatively serving others if you pursue this model? Is it something you'll be proud to associate with? Will you be building relationships that you are excited about? Is this something that surrounds you with people that you can relate to and be encouraged by? Or is this a lone wolf activity that puts you out on an island where no one really likes you, want anyone to know what it is you're really doing? You don't want to talk about this one at Thanksgiving dinner. Those aren't the business models you want to get into. You want business models where you're excitedly adding people to that list of close partnerships and relationships and friends. That's how you have a truly successful business. Now, the next one, question number three, this has to do with your spouse if you're married. Now, if you're not married, maybe you have a really good friend who knows you really well, but present to them in as neutral a way as possible the concept. Keep it simple. Keep it short, maybe a minute or so at the most and say, hey, here's something I'm thinking of getting into. I value your opinion. Does this sound like me? Does this sound like a good fit? You can even do it looking in the mirror if you choose to do so, but I would really encourage you to find someone that you love and trust who loves and trusts you just as much and bounce it off of them. And guys, if you're married, you're crazy to ignore your wife at this point. The next question, number four, is are there others already doing well with this model that I can follow and associate with? What's their success rate? Ask them some good questions. Are they available to answer some questions? Ideally, the business you'll be getting into has a community associated with it of people who actively do that business. Spend some time hanging out with those people virtually online. Before you invest, before you leap, just see what kind of people are there. Do you relate with them? Do they have a similar work ethic to you? Does it feel like something you can do based on hanging out with those folks? 
That's one of the reasons that I'm so excited about the business opportunities we teach is because we do have such a community and we do have plenty of people who come in and hang out for a few days, weeks, or even months or years in some cases, just soaking up the free information. And then one day they decide to take the leap and maybe they don't invest a dime with us. That's fine. I love creating successful entrepreneurs. But over time, many of them do go on to purchase a course. But the fact is, we've got a community. So you can use this fourth question to your advantage. Are there others in this business who I can follow and associate with and ask questions of? Successful people who are doing well, who are willing to spend time bringing me along. If the answer is no, you're kind of going out on a limb. Now, I'm not saying you have to get the right answer to all of these questions. I'm just saying if you answer negative on some or most of these questions, you probably are drifting off into territory where you don't belong. The next question requires you to be a little bit aware of current events and current trends and pay a little bit of attention. Listen to good podcasts and people that are talking about where business is heading. Read some business news. Just be aware of the big trends because you need to know, are there major trends or outside forces that could be impacting this business model in the coming future? You know, like with, with real estate, is are things going well in this town or are things heading downhill? Are people, you know, scrambling out of this town right now, abandoning their houses? Well, that's probably not somewhere where you want to buy a house if real estate's set to be dropping for the next several years. But just be aware of those trends. I'm not a real estate guy as much, although I do own a few properties. But that's one of the things that we look at is, okay, what do we see this place looking like five years and 10 years from now? You've got to think that way about the businesses you get into. One of the reasons I'm so excited about Amazon and online selling in general is because the future trends look incredible. Not only is it in its infancy, but it's experiencing explosive growth selling physical products online, helping businesses market themselves and grow online, being able to get the attention of large communities of people for your products. These are skills that will take you very far in the coming decades. Next, number six is the scalability, meaning can I automate this? Can I create a system to make these things happen where I'm not the person putting tape on boxes? I'm not the person that has to do all the grunt work. Can it be built up to the point where it's systemized, expanded, automated, and I'm able to attach other income streams to it as it grows? You've got to think about the growth future potential because the last thing you want to do is create a job for yourself where, yeah, you're self-employed, but you're working 50, 60 hours a week and you're the only one that can do the work. One of the examples might be, and those typically fall into more of the hobby category. And again, nothing against it. I'm just saying these are some questions to ask yourself. For example, uh, Jason and Cinnamon Miles come to mind. We interviewed them on an earlier podcast, and we talked about how Cinnamon would sew these beautiful dresses for 18-inch dolls, and she would work dozens of hours weekly sewing these dresses one at a time. She didn't want to teach anyone else and bring them in because no one else cared as much. She was an artist. She was building her craft. And if that was all she ever did with her model, well, that was kind of a dead end. She could only work so many hours. It's not like she could create a clone of herself and make more dresses. Artists often face this issue. You know, my wife is a painter. She can't crank out eight great paintings a day. She can make one or two great paintings a week when she's on speed. 
Well, if our family relied on that for our entire income, that's a much riskier territory because she's the only one that can do what she does and she's directly tied to the production of the product. Whereas some of what I do, sourcing profitable products to sell on Amazon, for example, I've got people I've trained and I send them out and they do the work for me. So it's very scalable. It can be expanded and automated and it can lead to more free time for me as it grows, not less free time for me as it grows. Next, and this is the final question, number seven, you need to take a serious look at what you will be giving up. I mentioned opportunity cost earlier, but I think that's a good final place to end is a very serious look at as this thing grows, if it takes off, what will I be giving up? Now, all new business ideas have a period of intense focused effort. Okay, there's, there's no such thing as a business that you pay attention to an hour or two, once a month or so, and it turns into something amazing in the end. No, all business ideas are going to have that period of intense focused effort where the amount of energy and effort you're putting in far exceeds the results you're getting on the other end. That's just reality. Now, people who sell business concepts don't always explain them that way, but that's just how it works. You're going to spend some time studying. And you know what? Studying the business model doesn't put any money in your pocket. And you're going to spend a little bit of time setting things up. And you know what? Setting things up doesn't put any money in your pocket. So what is the true cost of you taking away hours or days or weeks of your life and putting in money, the opportunity cost, money you could have been making out there doing what you already know? There's going to be a period of intense focused effort. Are you ready to pay the price for that? Are you prepared to put in the time and effort? And again, here's where I think internet-based opportunities really shine above a lot of other business options because you can take it at your own pace. Now, you will need that same intense focused effort to get things up and going and off the ground, getting out of your comfort zone a little bit. That's going to be a requirement, but the opportunity cost is so very low. You don't have to write massive checks, invest huge piles of cash, and hope it works out after hundreds of hours of effort. No, we're talking about a few sustained hours per week over maybe the course of a couple months, and you'll begin seeing results, maybe even faster than that. We've had people take our proven Amazon course, for example, and within just a few days, they're making sales online, their first sales ever. It's a beautiful business model, a very low-risk business model, and the opportunity cost is low because you don't have to give up a whole lot to start trying. That's why we love starting people out there. But no matter what business opportunity you're looking at or considering or possibly thinking of growing into or something your brother-in-law is really excited about and they're trying to talk you into it, I think you need to go through this question list, these seven questions, and just be real honest and answer them. We'll post these seven questions in the show notes below as a good guide to you. Maybe there's some questions that you think should be on this list. We'd love to discuss it with you. If you go to silentgym.com, you can get the list of questions, the show notes for this episode, and you can leave us some feedback. Let me know what you think. And hey, just as always, I want to encourage you, share this show with someone else. Send them an email and say, hey, go check out this gym dude. His podcast is all right. Just give them the silentgym.com link. That's all they'll need. We'll take it from there and show them how to jump in and start listening to this show as so many others are. Hey, I really appreciate you checking us out today. Thanks for spending a few minutes with me. Can't wait to do this again. Keep sending us your ideas for great shows, and we'll keep cranking out the good stuff. Hey, God bless you. Talk to you real soon.